Aaron Carter, popular child pop star of the early 2000s, thanks to hit albums like Aaron's Party, Come and Get It, and Oh Aaron, was sadly snubbed at the 2023 Grammy Awards. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck appear to have some sort of discord during the ceremony, and Beyonce, oh hail the queen Beyonce, broke Grammy history this year. This and more on Bruno Explains It All. So did anyone watch the Grammy Awards earlier this month? I say earlier this month because by the time this episode drops, it'll have been a week or two since the ceremony aired, right? And as always, I want to thank to the small sector of the internet that continues to tune in. If this is your first time listening to us, um, thank you. This is Bruno, and let's jump right into it. Aaron Carter, younger brother to the Battery Boys, Nick Carter, was snubbed at this year's Grammy Awards. Every year, the Grammy Awards pays tribute to the music artists who have pre- recently died. This year, they shown names like Migos Falling member Takeoff, country singer Loretta Lynn, Fleetwood Max keyboardist Christine McVie, Jeff Cole, Naomi Judd, Livia Newton, John, and more, right? But one name missing was Aaron Carter. This came as a surprise to many, especially since the man's name is said to have been published in the award show's printed program, according to attendance. His name was also included in a memoriam post on the Grammys website. So why the snub on live television? Ladies and gentlemen, who knows? Did they feel we already put his name on the printed program in our website? Maybe, possibly. Could they have forgotten? Yes. But what do you guys think? Was it shade? Was it an oversight? You be the judge and let me know what you think. Because I have no rooster in this fight. Let's move on. Beyonce. Hailed the queen, right? Made history as the most decorated artist in the 64 years that the Grammys have been on. She now holds 32 Grammy Awards. Wow. Who's who's the second person now? If Beyonce is the most um awarded person in the Grammy history, who did she dethrone? MJ? Yee? Yay? Nope. It was none other than George Salty, whose 31 Grammy victories span opera, choral, and classical categories. Being her husband Sean Jay-Z Carter, the artist behind hits like Empire State of Mind and Heart Knock Life, are tied with the most nominations. He's only actually taken 24 trophies home though, a tie he shares with his former friend and go-to guy for hits, Kanye West. Or ye! Super shout out though to Stevie Wonder who performed at the February 5th telecast. The man has won 25 Grammy Awards 
Awards, right? He's one of the small number of individuals to win Album of the Year three times with projects Envision that came out in 1973, Fulfilling This First Finale in 1974, and Songs in the Key of Life. It, um respectfully in 1976 so b has not though to be nominated four times in her 26 years as a recording artist beyonce continues to miss the mark and take the gold-plated gramophone home i asked around right and here's what people say someone from the bronx said this i asked in her 26 year career as a recording artist why do you think beyonce has never taken home the album of the year award at the grammys because they hate on her one said in the Bronx, she deserved it this year and that white girl stole it from her. And yes, I said white girl. I'm guessing <laughs> they're referring to Harry Styles as the white girl, being that Harry Styles took it this year. Someone else has this to say. Perhaps it's just that she hasn't produced the album of the year. Those years she's been nominated. We're all stuck on Beyonce's The Queen, and she is. But what has she done new? She continues to ride familiar sounds and trends. She goes away, surprises you with an album that all sounds strikingly familiar to her current and younger peers. I will add this to what the last person said, which was in Spanish, so we did our best to translate it. I want to say this. Do I agree Beyonce is queen? Yeah, sure. Is she the queen? No. Absolutely not. She's one of the leading queens in music, but the queen? For a queen, your sound is easily replicated and passed on to younger girls. Are you really the best when there's a batch of girls that are doing what you're doing just as good or better than you? Should we just give you the award because you're the most famous? Or because the work, the music warrants it? You know what I want to do? Because I've listened to Renaissance maybe once or twice in its entirety in one sitting. I have not listened to um, Harry's Home. But for you guys, um, that's exactly what I want to do. I'm going to listen to both albums in its entirety. That's Beyonce's Dance Renaissance album. And The White Girl, as my first listener called in, Harry Styles' Harry's Home. And let you know what exactly I think. All right, let's move on. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Benifer 2.0 has been making quite a splash in the memes and headlines world. Ben Affleck's resting bitch face has skeptics predicting, even wishing that a divorce is close on the horizon for the A-list couple who reunited 17 years after they originally split and finally wed last year. During the show, Ben appeared to be having the worst time. He vaguely smiled and at one point the couple was caught speaking to one another while the host, Trevor Noah, was doing a bit just inches away. A lot of people speculated that it wasn't a pleasant conversation because apparently we're mind readers and have fucking bionic hearing. The Daily Mail even paid for a lip reader, what a waste of money, to analyze the moment. According to the lip reader, Affleck whispered something in her ear, then JLo reared back and said, stop. I'm surprised they didn't get a psychic on board to tell us what Ben had whispered. But anyway, he whispers something in her ear and Jen says stop. Look more friendly, she added. Look motivated. Affleck then allegedly responded, I might, according to the lip reader. TikTok user Almost Anna, who kept Dwayne Johnson's seats warm during part of the Sunday's musical extravaganza, said Jennifer Lopez told her husband he was going viral for his sour expressions after she was alerted on her phone. He wasn't thrilled, she claimed, but he wasn't bothered enough to feign interest. She goes later into detail. He knew during the performance that he was a meme. 
like he knew and he also chose not to change his expression. I love how unbothered that is. So I know that she was on her phone and saw it and was, and was like, honey, this is so funny. Look at this. And he was like, Jesus Christ. That said, the whole time the newlyweds were cute and shit, Anna says. Despite speculation, Lopez appeared angry with him. I'm going to read a couple of comments from the misters and Mrs. Know-It-Alls on the internet. One person says, maybe stay off the cameras and work on yourself separately and together. You don't look happy, can't hide energy. Great PR. Oh, someone said this after JLo tweeted the night after the Grammys. She tweeted that she had a great night with her husband, right? Someone said this, great PR since the whole world saw the energy and it's written all over your face, darling. Your shine has gone and he looks forced to play along. One armchair psychologist wrote, what the hell is an armchair psychologist? Some people with more sense, people who more than likely are or have been married, said things like this. To all the negative Nancys in the comments, especially the ones that are married, Imagine the whole process of getting ready for the Grammys, photos, flashes, interviews, so many people, cameras, the anxiety, the pressure of being watched that you need to be smiling the whole damn time, otherwise people will say that your marriage is broken, WTF. We go to events and my husband is the same. He gets bored and sometimes I have to give him the embarrassed nudge. Been with my husband for 19 years and happily married. I think they look cute and a normal married couple, one fan said. Another said, are they not human? Do they have to sit like smiling robots so people can think that, that that's a happy marriage? What do you guys think? I personally wasn't paying too much attention. I did see like 80, maybe 85% of the Grammys when it first aired. I dozed off my old ass, but yeah, I, I, this is another fight that I have no rooster in. I could care less if they are having issues with their marriage. It's not something that I'm trying to push the narrative or be like, oh my God, look again. Yes, JLo, she's heading for divorce again. Hey, I don't care that much. Sorry about someone else's personal life. Yeah, I, I. I stick with JLo's music and movies and Ben's movies. I, I really could care less whether they're smiling or not in an audience. All right. Let's talk about that hip hop tribute, which it was it was an incredible performance. But I felt like there was so much missing. Or we or there was so much more people that could have been there. I don't want to be one of the masses that are just nitpicking and complaining. I loved it. I really, really, really did. It gave me goose pimples when I was watching it. I, you know, I'm not a hip hop artist, but I felt so much like pride and joy seeing everybody get up there and perform 50 years worth of artists. So I knew that it was going to be really difficult to add everyone who has played such a big impact role in hip-hop but with that still in my mind with that consideration still I'm like was these people were some people just not available or were they not asked entirely to join the lineup of hip-hop hip-hop veterans and newcomers so this hip-hop tribute, it was a performance put together to celebrate the 50 years of hip-hop and it included nostalgic artists that paved the way. The segment was divided into three chapters, right? From Inception, so you had artists like Run DMC, Grandmaster Flash, Public Enemy, Saw and Pepper, Met the Man, and more, right? 
to its foundational stage, very fun, and then experimental 20s and 30s via, you had artists um, like Missy Elliott, Nelly, Buster Rhymes, and more. So it's few of its present pillars, like Lil Baby, Glorilla, and Lil Uzi Vert who wasn't a part of the original lineup but joined the performance the day of. You also had other artists like LA Cool J who helped host the performance. The Rough Riders minus Eve. Where was Eve? Queen Latifah. You had Big Boy, Too Short, The Roots, and a whole bunch of others, right? Little Wayne, who smoothly performed a Millie several times at rehearsal on Saturday. And Future, who sported an on-all-red fit and balaclava. Clava that night were no shows the day of the show. The latter's absence explains the lack of younger representation in the third chapter of the segment. So they had a lot more planned and rehearsed that just didn't make it to TV. So if anybody was upset, what like, oh, you didn't have enough modern younger artists, that's the reason. They had a lot more planned. And this Glorilla and Lil Uzi, they were last minute add-ons. The original draft had a running time of approximately 20-something minutes and featured over 100 songs. My question is you had people like Jay-Z and DJ Khaled in the audience, right? Both behaving like damn little boys that were taken to Disneyland. Eating the entire performance up, but no participation from either one. How about anybody from the Bad Boy era or the very least Murder, Inc.? Where was Ja Rule? Nas? Was Lauren Hill busy? Uh, you had artists like Glorilla, but no Nicki Minaj, Little Kim. The performance was curated by The Roots drummer Questlove, and he had to say this about some of the questions and criticisms. We had a criteria we wanted to follow. Alive, harmonizing, turntablism, fighting shape, fighting shape. New York City, LA, The Bay, ATL, New Orleans, Houston, Midwest, born before 1960, born after 1995, super lyrical, stylistic, original, and generally known by at least two generations, he added, further highlighting the challenges that him and his fellow Hip Hop 50 organizers faced. Now granted, they might not be your favorite, and there were two crucial 11th hour, more like 10 minutes before taping cancellations that might have made it look like we were biased in our choices but just understand we literally try to squeeze everyone in in a response to a fan who questioned why ice t was the only los angeles hip-hop representative for the performance held in the city of angels quest explained this well acts like 10 legends so sometimes you got to go with the one who wants you again might not be your preference but most of hip-hop has side gigs acting was the main issue a lot of movies being shot and as for why there were so few artists from the 2010s involved he replied because they said no or they walked out so 2010s does that include like ja rule and stuff like that or was he earlier in the 2000s now who were some of these people asked to participate you're thinking ladies and gents you're in love because uncle bruno has some names for you did you know will smith was actually lined up for the performance he was scheduled to participate but was one of those who were forced to drop out due to obligations in hollywood with Questlove previously revealing that summertime hip maker was supposed to be part of the performance until his upcoming movie bad boys for Four got in the way again we had little wayne who actually rehearsed and was a last minute no show you also have future as more names are dropped i will share them with you but right now that's all i got i'm still wondering as to why no Nicki minaj uh no ti jaru i mean we had nelly but you didn't have jaru anyone from the bad boy yeah M eminem 50 cent um 
the game it, it was a lot of people a lot of people that i can I, I could keep going on and on and on um influential hip-hop artists that weren't on that stage this is it for this episode please let us know what were some of your favorite moments of the grammys one of mine was definitely bad bunny opening the show and didn't really talk too much about him but great number won an award congrats to him of course you can write into bruno explains it all at gmail.com follow us at the bruno brossi bruno bossy brand page on facebook instagram and we also have a twitter page which we need to be more proactive with so if y'all want that job it's yours <laughs> anyway this is bruno and i am signing off see you on the next episode bye